And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart as a consumer out there. And we love to do that. Save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. 813-917-1894. You can call or text that line. It's an off-air number. 813-917-1894. You used to call me on my cell ConsumerQB.com is the website as well. ConsumerQB.com. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors. And uh, we set this show up as a consumer advocate program to help you understand your buying decisions. Uh, so we've got Nate Ginter on the program later in the show. He's our chief technology expert here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He works at Vine IT. Uh, we got John Long as well. You've heard John on the program, United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. And we're going to talk about that as well. Great organization. Just celebrated their five-year gala. John and his team do a great job uh, here in Tampa Bay. And we are going to have also Anna Paulina Luna for Congress here on the program. Just a moment. Before we jump into that, I want to thank one of our sponsors here, Discovery Golf Cars, right here in Tampa Bay. And if you're looking to add a golf cart to your uh, your garage or enjoy, it's uh, Easy Go Star EV Cushman. They've got new and pre-owned. Rent or buy. You can also offer financing and mobile repair. Lots of makes and models to choose from. DiscoveryGolfCars.com. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on those special offers and incentives. Now, we always like to feature our real estate properties live on air on the show uh, to help our sellers profit more and sell faster. 6012 South Russell Street is a beautiful property, million-dollar property that we've got listed here in South Tampa. Mediterranean Palace, gorgeous home, 3,000 square feet, custom-built ballast point community so you literally walk to bayshore and you can walk jog bike uh, up and down bayshore covered porch beautiful property 6012 south russell street in tampa and you can see all of our listings at platinum mvp team.kw.com this is god's country all right let's welcome in anna paulina luna welcome in thank you so much for having me excited to be here excellent my pleasure it's great seeing you at the uh blexit event that was a pretty cool event you did a great job as the uh, mc for that Thank you. Yeah, it was interesting. We had been planning that for about two weeks. And then at the same time, it was interesting. The uh, city actually came in and did a Magic Johnson turkey giveaway yeah. with now uh, the new Mayor Ken Welch. So that was an interesting crossover. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of giving away turkeys, bringing in the, the big guns, Magic Johnson. Yes, exactly. Yeah, He's yeah. kind of a hard guy to get. So it was good to see that Bluxit not only brought ideas, but also to competition. Yeah, exactly. That was great. <laughs> it was good to see good turnout there. And um, so you're running for the District 13. That's currently uh, Charlie Chris District. He's running for governor. He's throwing his hat in the ring. I don't think he has a chance against our great governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, but uh, District 13. Out. Yeah, exactly. You know, Charlie's going to be, I think, he sees a writing on the wall. The district itself is changing. He stated that he's not seeking re-election, which means it's an open seat. And that's pretty important because open seats don't come by often. Right. As you know, it's actually very, very hard to really i think go up against an incumbent right and so being that it's open that we have a new district that's a huge deal but also too we have a lot of people not just in pinellas but tampa bay as a whole that have moved down from california and new york and these are republican voters which is why just a couple of days ago the state of florida flipped in voter registration 
basically we are now a Republican state via voter registration more than Democrats. Yeah, red state. I love it. Red waves happening. You saw that happen in Virginia as well. Yes. <laughs> and uh, some, some different uh, spots across the country. I think it was Seattle, the attorney general. Uh, and the best one, the best political defeat was the New truck Jersey. driver. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing, wasn't it? I mean, the fact is, is that he literally, I think he filmed his campaign ad on his phone, which is, you know, you have some of these really professional thousands of dollars for these campaign ads. And he was like, you know what? I'm put 200 bucks, I think, is what he spent, filmed it on his phone, and he won, which is incredible. Yeah, it just shows you, like, you know, that grassroots. I mean, it's there. It's alive, especially when you get into critical race theory. I mean, it's just they're they're teaching racism. I mean, it's unbelievable. Things that you can't change, you know, it should be judged about the character and things that you, you know, that that you can change. I mean, these are are, – it's it's sick in a lot of ways. It is. I also tell people, you know, if you think about what critical race theory is really teaching – And how divisive it is, not just for our nation, but for younger kids. I mean, what do you do when a child is biracial? Mm -hmm. You know, are they supposed to pick a side and then you really have them focusing on skin color? That's not really the environment I grew up in as a child. I don't think any child should be focusing on that. I mean, kids should be busy fighting over toys, not skin color. So, you know, it is really, really scary that, you know, in places like Virginia, they actually said that government should really have more of a choice in teaching kids versus parents. I mean, no one should ever be saying that. Definitely not people running for office. And, you know, people need to make sure that you are continuing to show up to those school boards, all that. And, um, you know, maybe don't classify parents as terrorists and that won't happen. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. It's like they're saying the quiet part out loud nowadays. You know, it's weird. It's it's, it really is. And, uh, you know, and and Martin Luther King, you know, it goes back to his teachings, you know, the the character, not the the color of the skin, the content of the character. Exactly. So, yeah. So that, that was just a gift to, you know, the red side, you know, helping. Uh, up in Virginia. But, uh, you know, when, when you look at it, too, you mentioned the red wave, people moving from New York, New Jersey, Chicago, these lockdown cities, the high crime rates, uh, people moving down. And, and that was the fear that a lot of people had is, oh, no, they're going to move here and then register uh, Democrat. But they're actually registering Republican. That's great. Exactly. And what we're seeing, too, is a lot of those independents that had skewed kind of more left-leaning are actually now complete opposite of that. So there is still that aspect of a voter that, you know, doesn't like these crazy socialist progressive policies that we're seeing. And ultimately, I think if you were just to break it down to your average voter, and what I tell even Blue Dog Democrats is I say, look, the Democrat Party is no longer the Democrat Party of Kennedy. Right. In fact, it has been hijacked, and that is a lot of times what the sole objective is for people in these communist movements is you hijack Jacka Party. They admitted that in their 1963 communist goals and objectives. And if we don't call it what it is, then we're going to lose. We have to start addressing it and addressing it exactly by name, communism. We are fighting that. And these ideologies are not what the foundation of our country was based upon. So we all have to fight about it and, you know, maybe sometimes turn off the mainstream media because I think that they're complicit in start, you know, stirring the pot and just really talk to one another. Yeah. Absolutely. Turn off, especially, you know, MSNBC, CNN. I mean, they're just straight up, you know, in in the cahoots. I mean, they yes. are working on it's behalf. It's propaganda. Absolutely. And you look at how they exchange seats from uh, whatever uh, political organization, and then they go into the White House, and they go into CNN, and then they go into the boards of Pfizer, and, and you name it. You know, so there's that, that musical chairs of uh, where these people, these powerful play, and it's the upper 1%, you know, a lot of the political elites that are, are leading these just insane policies, your Fauci's, your, your people that are not elected. He's just been in that position for 40 <laughs> years, you know, and, and he's, he's doing these obscene, uh, obscene, poli- insane policies uh, when it comes to mass mandates and the immunization and things of that nature. 
Uh, if you just join us, we're talking with Anna Paulina Luna uh, for Congress here, District 13, and that's the uh, Pinellas County District. So yes. let's talk a little bit more about local level things happening here on a local level. What do you think some of the major concerns for voters out there? I think right now a lot of local politics are carrying over to those national politic or political issues. So right now inflation is huge, yeah. and we're seeing a lot of people that are really concerned. I mean, gas prices under Trump, we really didn't think about it, right? Everyone could kind of just go to the pump. It wasn't what it was. People are now having to choose, okay, are they going to be filling up their vehicle or buying groceries for that week? And I think that when you address those issues and you realize, you know, maybe for the top 1%, that's not an issue, but for your average day, everyday American, that's a huge, a huge issue. And I think that the Republican party is increasingly becoming the party of, you know, your blue collar average working American. That's something that actually president Trump had pointed out when he was just in Tampa a few days ago. Um, I think also, too, you know, a lot of people are concerned what recently happened with Red Tide. I can tell you that I personally suffered the effects of it. I mean, it's not fun, especially if you do live near the water to have to really breathe all of that in. Um, I fortunately was able to early on establish a really good working relationship with Dr. Crosby over at Moat Marine. And so, as you know, Moat Marine is one of the leads, especially on Red Tide study, and they've been studying it. I think Dr. Crosby has been a specialist in that area for upwards of 15 years. So I called him, and what I realized is that, you know, Governor DeSantis and our Florida House and Senate did an incredible job with getting money to that issue and basically putting it towards the applied sciences, but the federal government didn't. And so that's kind of where a representative would come in is go take that money from the federal government, bring it back, and then have NOAA actually match that amount that the state of Florida put up for funding in applied sciences so that we can actually avoid this issue happening in the future. And then I think also, too, I mean, one thing that I've been very adamant about and that really I think a lot of voters, once they hear about it, they actually jump on board with it is the human trafficking aspect. So in Tampa Bay, it's one of the top places in the country for human trafficking. It's not a partisan issue. That's something that I think everyone should be getting behind because, as you know, human trafficking is modern day slavery. And so we've been very vocal about that. And then obviously being that we are in Pinellas and we have one of the heaviest veteran populations in the country would be veterans issues. I myself am an Air Force veteran. My husband's on the process of getting out. We've been through the VA system. It's not always fun. And so I know how to talk about these things. I know what the service members go through. And honestly, it was really, really frustrating during COVID to not be able to actually help people because we, our office received hundreds and hundreds of phone calls or letters or messages from people that were actually being denied access to facilities at Bay Pines that actually Mm. were becoming suicidal. We had one person that actually had a family member that was a service member try to commit suicide because they actually couldn't get in to talk to a mental health specialist during this time. So there's a lot of issues that are national, but still very much so local. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's, Especially sad to see the politics that play out between D.C. and Tallahassee. You know, for example, the antibodies that cut off the antibody uh, test. Regeneron, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, some of that kind of stuff playing in. Uh, and, yeah, it's a challenge. And, and thanks again for your service. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was offered to play quarterback at the at the Naval Academy. I had a, I was an option quarterback coming out of high school. That's and, cool. And uh, I didn't go for a couple of reasons, but, uh, you know, kind of check it out in a way. You know, but I was from South Florida and, and, you know, the heat and the cold. 
was just a big contrast and <laughs> had an opportunity to play at USF. So I played for the Bulls back in 96, 97. But thanks for your service. Thanks Thank for your you. husband's service. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to have some more insights from Anna Paulina Luna for Congress. By the way, you were endorsed by, uh, by Trump, right? Yes, last year and this cycle as well. So. Nice. So you got that early endorsement. <laughs> yes. That means a lot. Awesome. All right. So we're going to come right back more with Anna Paulina Luna for Congress, District 13, right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check us out online, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813 917 1894 online at consumerqb.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at cleaningcommandosllc.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We like to feature our real estate listings live on air, help our sellers profit more and sell faster uh, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. we got some great opportunities. Uh, 722 Pruitt Drive on Madeira Beach. Just a beautiful duplex on Madeira Beach. Uh, it's, of course, Bring Your Boat. This is a 95-foot lot. you got your own private boat dock and, of course, bay access, deep water access. 722 Pruitt Drive, Madeira Beach. One of our hot real estate listings from the Platinum MVP team and great access to the beaches. You can go fishing, of course, and enjoy a investment opportunity. 722 Pruitt Drive. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, back here in studio, we got Anna Paulina Luna for Congress in District 13, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of things to talk about. You know, you mentioned human trafficking, and, and we've got John Long coming up in the next segment. United States Institute Against Human Trafficking, one of the nonprofits that we kind of bring on the show to to help raise awareness for, and uh, he's talked a lot about the open borders, how that's working negatively uh, against you know what they're trying to do is stop human trafficking, and you've got an administration that's allowing it to flow over. It's actually part of their strategy yeah. to allow these people to come in and then you had 70 or so flights coming in uh to believe jacksonville and who knows where else just yeah it's um it's interesting when i first got involved into politics it was actually because of human trafficking so you know i was on track to go to medical school i never thought that i would probably enter this arena of all places but ultimately i started working with a counter-trafficking organization just to shed light on what they were doing so that was an organization called our rescue and then another one called veterans for child rescue and once I realized what was happening at the border, I actually had ordered the State Department report that you can actually write the State Department. They'll send you the human trafficking report. It comes out every single year. 
And I was reading some of these stats. I mean, even UNICEF was talking about it. But on average, you know, 18,000 women, just from what they find, are trafficked along the U.S.-Mexico border. How literally kids are targeted that the United States is one of the top three countries in the world for human trafficking. I mean, this is all stuff that you would never expect to hear, especially in a country that prides itself on not having slavery. And so I started talking about it. And then in January of 2016, I remember I was watching CNN, actually. And they were talking about a train that had been stopped in Mexico City because there was women and children that were fleeing South America, but there was also MS-13 on this train. And from what I knew with this organization is you never hear about cartel and women and children. It just doesn't go hand in hand. And so I started paying attention. And ultimately, I realized at the end of that segment that the commentator kept saying, you know, Trump is bad. He's racist, xenophobic. And here at CNN, we believe that everyone deserves access to this country Hmm. and don't vote for Trump. But then they didn't talk about the human trafficking. They didn't talk about that these people were likely targeted. And then it cut to a pillow commercial. And I got mad. You know, I'm second generation American citizen. I'm half Mexican. I'm a veteran. I'm clearly not racist, xenophobic. I'm not a bigot. And I agree with this candidate Trump person because he's talking on the very same things that I'm educated on. So I made a video. It went pretty viral. But as you stated, it is by design. And I think that if people aren't saying that, they're part of the problem. You know, in 2020, you have the largest voting minority in the country being Hispanic Americans of Mexican descent. That data point was still the same in 2016. You had Democrats prior to 2016 that had the exact same viewpoints that Republicans and conservatives have on immigration. In fact, Obama actually was known as the deporter in chief. And yet you see this coddling of Democrats and how they changed their narrative. They didn't change their narrative. They just simply wanted to win an election. And so what they're trying to do is they do do open borders so that they can bring in these people, suck them into the welfare system and basically make them generational voters, just like they did to the black community. And I tell those people, you know, welfare is not the American dream. I grew up in it and I would never encourage someone to come here and access that system because it truly does destroy families. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a lot of the problems that are happening in the the black uh, community, as you mentioned. And uh, Trump actually grew his uh, Latino vote uh, from 2016 20, uh, to 20. Yes, as well. he, so did. Big time. <laughs> he and, did. And he's one with minorities as well, the other. Yeah, and I was actually talking with him about that prior to me receiving the endorsement. We sat down, we met. And he actually brought that up. And it's true. You know, Hispanics especially are inherently conservative because culturally, I mean, we're predominantly Catholic. I know on my mom's side was raised Catholic and my dad was raised Christian. But you have that religious value system. And actually, if I were to take, you know, two pieces of paper and show it to someone that is Spanish speaking that might not have the English capacity that you and I might have, a majority of time they're going to actually choose the Republican platform. And so I do think that it is up to us, you know, whether you're running for office, whether you're an activist, whether you're in media, to actually not forget about that demographic and inherently target it. And so actually for my day job, because I am still working, um, I actually do work with a conservative Spanish and bilingual news company for that reason. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's it's. You know, the family unit, you know, so that's the that's the big thing with that demographic is the family unit, you know, kind of as you mentioned there. And and it's a it's a challenge because the family unit is being attacked. Our our, our children are being attacked and misled into thinking, oh, well, maybe I do like girls or maybe I do like boys, you know, like it's fed this uh, from that again, back to the leftist, the Marxist policies that were. Uh, indoctrinated overseas where we saw it didn't work over there and they're trying to bring it here. There's a hyper-sexualization of kids that, let's be honest, kids should not be taught. I mean, some of the stuff that they're showing and that they're teaching to children at a very early 
level. I mean, I don't have kids yet, but I know as a parent, I'd probably be horrified. I'm horrified seeing it. And I can say that ultimately, you know, government and overreach is a really big problem right now. And we're seeing that especially too with the topics of personal freedom with medicine. And I think that the more that we cower, we don't push back, the more that they're just going to push for, they're not going to stop. I don't genuinely believe at this point in time that those Democrats in positions of power in Washington, D.C., I don't think that they genuinely care about the American people. If they did, they wouldn't be so pro-China. They wouldn't be so for government overreach and basically removing people's personal freedoms as well as, you know, the freedom of a parent to choose what's best for their child. And so part of my platform is it's very straightforward. I mean, I'm pro-life, pro-God, anti-communist. I believe in the Constitution and I believe in your right to tell big government to take a hike. Yeah, absolutely. And too many of these globalists (laughs) are involved in the I'm just reading now. I'm reading Peter Navarro's book. And just how, you know, Kudlow, in the very beginning of the uh, the crisis, he comes out and says, oh, this this China thing. Yeah, this flu. No, no, not a big like these people downplaying it inside Trump's administration. They did it on purpose. It yeah. was an inside job because and the, and to President Trump's credit, though, he still said, no, we're going to cut travel from China because yes. if it is indeed coming from China, we cannot have these people coming into the United States, infecting everyone. That's but, right. you know, I asked as maybe listeners that might not agree with that policy. I say, well, you know, if they really cared about covid, why are the borders open? Yeah, exactly. I want to go back to the Vax uh, uh, question and, and the mandates. I want to play a clip. Aaron Rodgers was in, in uh, the media here lately. I'm going to play a quick clip on his uh, kind of his take and what he was saying. When Trump in 2020 was championing these uh, vaccines that were coming so quick, what did the left say? And I'm talking about every member of the left. Don't trust the vaccine. Don't get the vaccine. You're going to die from the vaccine. And then what happened? Biden wins and everything flips. Shouldn't that initially give you a little bit of pause and go, hold on a second. Isn't it about health and not about like politics? And I'm assuming that this. So you got you got rappers coming out now against it. You got um, actors. Everybody's coming out and they're seeing the hypocrisy of the left. It's just unstoppable. Unrelentless. Is relentless hypocrisy. I think Nicki Minaj, of all people, I never thought that she'd engage in that conversation. But ultimately, you know, a lot of these people are saying, look, it's up to someone to decide. It shouldn't be mandated, right? Like you, I I know people that are vaccinated. I know people that are not vaccinated. I will tell you that being that I was in the military, I was pretty much vaccinated against everything under the sun. So I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but it should be left up to people to decide, not big government. And so I think that that personal choice is very important. And I, I continue to encourage that, you know, obviously research, it's a personal decision. But ultimately, you know, with the discrimination that we're seeing in some of these states, I mean, it's literally really also too, I think, heavily impacting minority communities. So I know that the black demographic and that the Hispanic demographic is among those demographics that, you know, might be more hesitant for something like this. So I think that, you know, legislators have to remember that you're serving people, not special interests. You're not like serving pharma. And it's important to remember who you're representing, especially when you're passing some of these laws. Yeah. There, you know, there's the two classes. There's the people that run the country and then there's the people that make the country run. You know, those yes. hard workers, those people that are out there hustling, the blue collar, uh, you know, and, and even white collar, of course. You know, I'm in real estate. You know, I consider that, I guess, a white collar business. But, yeah, it's it's so much going on there. The hypocrisy is unbelievable. You see it everywhere with BLM just coming out in New York, talking about, hey, we're going to do this. We're threatening. Yeah, BLM's protesting. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. coming out in New York now saying, so it's like they have, you know, the Democrats in the, the far left, and you know, I've got liberal friends. I've got friends, of course, you know, on both sides and, and moderates. But you know, the far left. I mean, it's like that ten, fifteen percent that's just too far gone. Unbelievable Marxist globalist leftist that that is just kind of trying to ruin this country. Uh, we got about a minute left, so um, 
plug your website and yeah, where people can find you. Yeah, of course. If you guys like what you hear, head over to voteapl.com. Please consider donating. I'm funded by people, not special interests. So voteapl.com. Please donate $5, 10 $20. It all matters. And I hope that you vote for me, and we'll definitely be flipping this seat come 2022. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got a uh, another uh, another year of this almost, right? Yes. So it's a, it's a long run. I thought about running for county commission and kind of put it on the back burner. My wife's pregnant now, so we're kind of taking a break there. But I may be jumping into the Jump political in. arena it. in 24. <laughs> you'll, you'll see. But, uh, yeah, so hey, congratulations on all your success so far, and, and uh, keep up the good work out there. Thank you. Awesome. All right, we're going to come right back, take a quick break. When we come back, John Long, United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. Uh, trafficking. We're going to pick up that conversation about open borders, the illegal immigration, uh, things happening there as well. And uh, on a local level, what you can do to make a difference right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. We've got our Spotify podcast, iTunes as well. And we'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show, the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in your real estate deals. If you're buying, selling, or investing, we would love to talk to you. Maximum exposure for your listings, maximum profits here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We feature our listings in ways that no other real estate company does. 85 outlets worldwide, seen and heard by thousands of people every single day. So list with the Platinum MVP team, and we're going to help you win uh, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. All right, we got a hot property at 2360 Newburgh Lane in Safety Harbor. This is an affordable property, entry-level style home, two bedrooms, two bath. Get a front porch and a back porch, screened in Lanai. Great opportunity to purchase real estate here in Tampa Bay. All right, we got another property here. I want to let you know about a property at 4214 North Nebraska Avenue. This is a dry cleaner. So attention business owners, dry cleaners in particular, there is an opportunity to buy the business as well. And 4214 North Nebraska dry cleaner available here in Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, we got John Long in the house, United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. So kind of insightful with uh, Anna Paulina Luna uh, talking about uh, human trafficking, which is, you know, one of your passions in, in trying to stomp that out and eliminate that. Yeah, one of the things, you know, she brought up is, is obviously that this trafficking is happening here. It's happening in Pinellas, Hillsborough, Polk County. You know, Florida, again, is the third largest state in the nation uh, when it comes to human trafficking. That's both sex trafficking and labor trafficking. Wow. But it's an issue that we typically don't talk about. We, we Again, we think about it happening elsewhere. Yeah. Third world countries, you know, the movie Taken. We're thinking about kids getting abducted. Yeah. But really, it's happening in, in every all 50 states. Uh, we got a call from a kid that is being rescued from Hawaii. Uh, so it's it's happening in our backyards, wow. rural, big city, uh, churches, businesses. It's it's happening in all, all neighborhoods. Could be the car driving next to you. 
you know, you look over, you see a van full of people or, you know, it could be anywhere. Yeah. And it's, it's a growing, uh, uh criminal business uh, because of that fact, right. uh, because if I'm driving down the street and I've got pounds of something in my back seat, it's easy to identify by law enforcement. But if I'm driving down the street and I've got four people that I've been trafficking, it's a lot harder to identify. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's crazy. You know, we keep talking about this, John, when we have you on, I hope there's, I wish there was some kind of solution. I saw Texas, uh, you know, the Southern border. So we're, we're talking about, uh, Texas was talking about putting in those, um, cargo, uh, the back of basically the back of a semi truck where they put them in there and it mm. kind of stacks them up. They're going to stack them up against, you know, where the, where the holes were trying to fill some of those holes. Uh, but I know you kind of keep your ear to the ground on the Southern border. What have you been hearing over there? Yeah, it's a, it's a chaotic situation. And when there's chaos, it's a, it's an open door right. for, for criminals to, to do their job. Uh, you know, we look at some of the numbers of unaccompanied children that come to the border. So that's a child under the age of 18 that shows up at a, at a border with no, no adult with them. You know, back in, in 2019, there was about 70,000 kids that showed up and wow. it took a huge dip in 2020. Yeah. Uh, there was about 20,000 kids that showed up. But last last fiscal year, 2021, uh, there was almost 93,000 kids that wow. showed up unaccompanied. And, and so what they do is they try to place those kids somewhere. Uh, they'll try to vet and put them into a, a, a safe location. But again, when there's chaos, it's an opportunity for trafficking to happen. And yeah. one, one of the other things that they're doing right now is, is they're renting children. Uh, so in the, uh, in the Southern countries, they are renting children to these individuals because they believe that if they show up to the border with a child, it's a lot easier to get across. Right. So they show up to the border with the child, the child's then sent back so he could be used again, or she could be used again as a rented child. Wow. Uh, but sometimes what happens when they get here to the United States, then that kid is moved into an industry that they didn't choose. It could be pornography. It could be prostitution. Uh, they're being sold on the streets. And, and that's what's happening in our country right now. Unbelievable. You know, we need we need the Christian, you know, the, the, the folks, the, the pillars of the community need to step up and be a force here, a force for good in the community. Talk to us about how you worked with law enforcement and, uh, you know, some of the some of the positive side of this. Yeah, we, one of the things we do at the U.S. Institute is we want to educate law enforcement. We want to educate the community on what, what it looks like. So we've had, we've trained now about, uh, I think it's 7,000 law enforcement throughout the country wow. on what to look for. Because, again, it's hard to identify. Uh, if, again, if you're driving down the street and you've got someone in the back seat, if you don't know what to look for, you don't know the questions to ask, it's really difficult to identify. And and these people are being held captive. It, you know, we hear all the time, well, if they want to leave, why don't they just leave? Uh, but it's not that easy. It's uh, hard to prosecute, too. It's hard to prosecute because we, in the state of Florida, we make the victim part of the court hearing. So that victim has to come, has to give testimony in front of the person that was trafficking them. Uh, and oftentimes the victim will say, I don't want to do that. And so the, the either gets reduced to something else or it gets dropped completely. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really crazy. There needs to be special raw, uh, legislation that's changed to where they can be at least in the other room and their yeah. TV monitor you know, is there or something? Yeah. Cause that's, that's, you know, that's an emotional thing to look at the other person sure. and, and know what happened and have that background between the two people. Yeah. And we're asking the victim to relive the trauma that they just went through. Yeah. Uh, tell us what happened again. Yeah. Oh, and then what In did he do? In front of the guy who did it to you. Oh, uh, and yeah. you know, some States have caught up and some States have changed that language and they allow uh, the victim not to be present, but Florida, hopefully we're, we're hoping that Florida will get there. Yeah. John Long here on the consumer quarterback show, United States Institute against human trafficking. Another example of uh, local area business, nonprofit organization uh, that we support. And we ask you to support here uh, to our, our listening audience, our family out there uh, supporting the show. Greatly appreciate it. 813-917-1894, 917-1894. B rhymes at KW.com. Real simple email. B R I M E S at KW.com. If anything you hear on the program, you'd like to 
support. Uh, we'd love to connect with you. Uh, so, John, let's talk a little bit about the uh, local. The, you said there's some bust that just happened, another bust. Yeah, they had one in Hillsborough County, and I think it was 125 guys and, and women uh, that they caught in a sting. Uh, Polk County, uh, I think it was around 103 that they caught in a sting, and, and they do these stings all the time. Yeah, and typically they bring in triple digit, you know, people that that they arrest or they they try to arrest wow. uh, for trafficking. Some of it's just soliciting, soliciting. Uh, it's not necessarily trafficking, but some of these guys who are uh, caught in these stings think they're chatting with a 14 year old. They wow. think they're talking to an 11 year old. Sometimes boys, sometimes girls, when they're actually talking to you know undercover law enforcement. Uh, but they could do these things every weekend yeah and 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 bring in this kind of people because it's it's happening uh, rapidly and and now that we're in this pandemic people were locked down for a long time yeah uh, they were forced to be at home they were forced to work from home just increases their their opportunity to to surf the web with zero supervision from a boss or somebody that they work with right man it just shows you about you know a lot of the um you know just the insights into the human uh you know the human element the human psychology i mean how, how these people will do that and if they think they're anonymous because they're yeah. over the internet right right of course they wouldn't walk up to somebody's daughter at a party and say hey you know right. start doing right. the same thing right so that that's what's kind of a downfall to our community the technology side yeah. and, and i'll talk with nate about that as well nate ginter coming up next the chief technology officer of Vine it but we talked about that in the past is that you know whenever you have that element of hey i can text something off tough to this right, guy right. and he's not yeah. going to do anything keyboard tough guy yeah yeah keyboard yeah. tough guy warrior yeah yeah, yeah. We, we know that you know when there's that separation and you're just doing on online and uh one guy who got caught in polk county said you know i really knew i was being set up i knew you guys were law enforcement but i just had to find out if it was real wow uh, so that desire uh that this guy had and he was one that was chatting with what he thought was a 14 year old girl uh, wow. even though he thought he was getting caught he still showed up uh, because he thought maybe just a little bit it might be true. Yeah. Uh, and so people get desensitized. You know, pornography yeah. is rampant and people watch these images yeah. uh, of kids and rape scenes and things that go on and it starts to normalize it within their mind. Yeah. Uh, and they justify what they're doing. That, you know, it's a victimless crime. Yeah, video games, Grand Theft Auto, you know, run over yeah. the prostitute, those types of things. Unbelievable, you know, what, what our society allows and idolizes, you know, like it, just even the thing with uh, John Gruden a while back. I mean, yeah, he wrote some emails 10 years ago, whatever it was. But then uh, on the flip side, you're, you're going to have Snoop Dogg and Dre and right. all these guys, the rappers that, that idolize that lifestyle of, you know, pimp this, hoe yeah. that. You know, I don't even have to say it. Most people know. But that's going to be your NFL halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then we glorify if, that pimp culture. We glorify yeah. that culture. Uh, even when we look at Facebook, uh, you, you know, some people get censored on Facebook. Their, their accounts get shut down. But you can go on Facebook and there's places on there where, where you can figure out how to uh, smuggle humans. Wow. And Facebook says that that's OK. They're aware of it uh, and they allow it to happen. And Evil so companies. Yeah. Yeah. And you go to Amazon. Uh, there's a, a uh, what they call the pimp Bible. You could buy on Amazon it teaches you how to be a pimp. Jeez. Uh, and you, anyone can buy it. Unbelievable. Hey, there's a lot of good work, to, a lot of work to do, John. <laughs> We're going to keep fighting. Amen. I know you're fighting Amen. over there at the United States Institute Against Human Trafficking, USIAHT.org. Thanks for coming in. Thank Appreciate you. it. Final thought? No, uh, you know, we, we are doing good stuff. There's good stuff happening in our community. There's a lot of great people. Uh, you know, this is time for the church really to rise up yeah. and communities to rise up and embrace this and fight this uh, as a grassroots movement. That's right. The, the church has to rise up. I like that. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, man. Thanks for all you're doing Thank out there. You. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Nate Ginter's in the house. Nathan Ginter, Chief Technology Officer with Vine IT. Uh, we got some interesting stuff. We're going to talk about dark patterns uh, on the uh, Internet as well and uh, Microsoft up 
update from Microsoft and cybersecurity here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. Consumer Quarterback Show page out there as well. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, we're there, and we hope to see you there. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-917-1894. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing. Check out ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. Consumer Quarterback Show Platinum MVP team. Hot property up in Hudson, Florida. This is Pasco County. 15806 Adobe Drive. This is a large property. You've got eight bedrooms. Great. The owner's utilizing it as an investment opportunity. 15806 Adobe Drive in Hudson. Uh, You've got 2,600 plus square feet. Wood burning fireplace. Vaulted ceilings. Two-story property. Stainless steel appliances. Great listing of hours here at uh, Adobe Drive. Also, 5602 Land O'Lakes Boulevard. This is a property, commercial property that we've got at Land O'Lakes Boulevard. 5602 Land O'Lakes Boulevard. This is a C2 zoning. Great opportunity for an assisted living facility, maybe a a small car dealership, Uh, but you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. We got Nate Ginter in the house, Chief Technology Officer, Vine IT. Always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Hey, it was a pleasure to be here, Brad. Thanks for coming in, man. So uh, you brought some some. Uh, you always bring these these topics for us. These are good topics. These are things that the business owners need to understand. If you've got a personal computer, you've got a phone, you're connected to the internet. Nate Ginter is somebody you need to know. Yes, sir. So there's a, a, an interesting one that really uh, affects pretty much everybody from consumers to, to business owners. And the implication for business owners, especially people doing business online, is very interesting. So um, the government's looking into right now that they're, they're launching panels to investigate what they call dark patterns. Okay. So uh, and what they're referring to there is things on uh, think of a website like Amazon. So Amazon is not just algorithms for what you're searching for and what it displays to you but specifically how it displays to you and and different people seeing different things so if you and i do a search 
for the same item. Right. Based on other items that we may have purchased in the past, it will show us different things that come back in the search results. Um, so that that's one of the things they do. That is, you know, most people would view as pretty innocuous. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of the few people out there that, you know, when it asks if I want targeted advertisements, I always say yes, because I'd at least rather have ads that are somewhat targeted towards me than, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, it, people are confused that with, you won't see ads. You're going to see them either way. Yeah, right. So, you know, hey, if they're targeted to me, at least I'm going to, you know, maybe see a premiere for Dune or something instead of The Notebook, you know, whatever, whatever comes down the way. But, yeah. uh, but, but some of the more nefarious things that they do is actually the way that they steer people away from investigating different, uh, so there, there's, you know, obviously different security options. A lot of times there's different plans for certain things that may actually be more advantageous to the individual customer, but it'll try to steer them towards more high dollar items mm. or uh, opening up privacy uh, options that aren't necessary for the program to function. And the, the way they, they, you know, they call it pathing, but the way they get people to kind of pay their attention to what's on the screen and how that flows. And even, even as, as simple as where the accept buttons are in certain mm. areas, yes. and how the, how the different things work. The so heat, kind of the heat map. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, so, so what they're what they're doing with the, their actual attention, um, and it's something that I, I ultimately think that not a lot is going to come of it because it's so complex. Mm. I mean, you know, there's some basic stuff about you know, is a company allowed to not have people on its platform that they're still working out? So the subtleties of like you know what they're doing on the back end when you sign up or when you purchase something online, I just think it's too much of a ball of wax for them to attack right now. Yeah. But it's good that they are starting to pay attention to that because some of those things, they're really kind of feeding people's addictions and especially children. Right. right. When they have the children's interfaces for things, those things don't go away. They're, they're, they're funneling your, your child towards certain types of content, towards certain paid content. Yeah. And so the, the question there, especially for something that's been, deemed sanitized or safe for children yeah um you know kind of tying into some of some of the things from the the the, the last uh, gentleman there um the, those things matter you know yeah. well, what the, what what they're seeing and you know uh, i think parents have the right to make sure that you know okay well if i'm you know if i'm on youtube kids or you know i'm i i'm you know viewing you know maybe some christian content or, or so some content that i deem really clean I don't want to start seeing things pop up for Hannah Montana or for these other, you know, things that maybe I don't want the the, the child going down that direction. Um, you know, we weren't allowed to watch the Smurfs as a kid, so <laughs> it seems seems silly now. But there's actually weird stuff all over that show. But uh, well, a lot you know, of that cartoons was about have one. subliminal stuff in it. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you also because because it, it just re it reminded me also of a, of a recent podcast I was listening to as well mm -hmm. where they talked about the the movie. I can't remember if it was the Social Dilemma, the mm -hmm. Dilemma, or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically about social networking and how a lot of these executives these owners they don't let their children on social media they Correct. don't let them in, be involved in these types of things because of what you just mentioned A absolutely the addictive and nature of it there's yeah and in much in the way that you know and you can see it in kids i mean anybody who's ever been to a playground you know you can have five kids that behave in a certain way you bring those five kids together and make them into a group. Now you've got different acting human beings. Yeah. Uh, so, the, so those things can really, uh, you know, be amplified on social media. You know, we all hear about cyberbullying or you know yes. people slamming each other's reputation online. Um, you know, now for businesses. There's things that you can actually do to fight back. There's companies that exist to actually, you know, if you're getting negative review bombed or, you know, people are changing, you know, information for you online or posting false, even Wikipedia articles, people do that all the time, which is wild. Yeah. Um, so they'll, they'll actually go out and help you clean that up. It's a lot harder for the individual person. You know, that's right. a, that, that reputational damage. Uh, a lot of times can be a little bit tougher to erase. Right, absolutely. We're talking with Nathan Ginter here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's our he's the Chief Technology Officer with Vine IT. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and he's also our tech expert on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Comes in with great content uh, as well on the program. So, yeah, it, it's it's a challenge too because you you run a business. You've got kids, you know, you've got internet capabilities on almost mm-hmm. every single device. It's addictive nature and it becomes a situation where it's a competition with the neighbors or, you mm-hmm. know, oh, well, so-and-so's doing it, so-and-so's doing it. So there, there's a lot of challenges both for, for personal business and even the, the, the parent side of it trying to raise children today. Oh, a- absolutely. There, there's some great tools out there. So on the on the personal side, um, there's software that you can get for iPhone and Android that will actually kill the device's internet access at certain times. So, you know, I think controlling screen time is really the, the 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 only lever that you can really do, especially as your kids get older. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I'm I, I'm a cybersecurity expert, and I can tell you there's very few products out there that your average 15 year old can't get around. Mm. Though the most of the time they can figure out a way around mo- most of the stuff that's out there. Um, but for businesses, you know, one of the things we we're talking about was you know sort of the idle hands are the devil's play thing there when yeah. people are working at home. You don't know what they're doing. There's a lot of solutions out there for employee monitoring. So uh, it's an agent, you know, that gets installed on, you know, a, a person's laptop or, or work machine. And you you can actually get a live YouTube-like playback of exactly what they've been doing. Wow. You can set monitors. So if somebody's uh, on Facebook, so, you know, in our company, we have a Facebook page. We have people that are responsible for updating it. I know how long they spend on that. If I start to see, oh, you spent 60 hours on Facebook this week. Well, <laughs> it takes about three to do what your job uh, function entitles. You know? So even there, there's some things that you can um, you can tighten up. And I just really love uh, you know the capabilities that we have today to sort of keep an eye on that remote workforce and, and, and make sure that, you know, I, I actually tell my employees, you know, so you can tell them, you can not tell them. But I try to do that just so they know, hey, I, you know, if, if everybody had locks, there would be no thieves. So, <laughs> Yeah, and, and I want to go back to something you said earlier, sure. too, talking about these dark patterns in the search yes. history. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the state of Texas is suing Google. Uh, mm-hmm. Claiming monopolistic practices, monopoly, mm-hmm. especially with the with the uh, say again, it's a joke. Yeah, so so it is. You don't you so you say that Google is not a monopoly, not one hundred percent not. Okay. And, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I've so I basically internet was invented in the sixties, but didn't really hit home until we had like dial up modems in the early to you know nineties, progressing forward. And if I say some names to you like uh, Yahoo, okay. Alta Vista, Web Crawler. All of these in their day got popular, and they were they were seen as the the best in the field for a time. IBM is not one of the top ten computer companies in the world anymore. And if you ask somebody from 1940 to 1990, they would tell you, "Well, of course, it's IBM. You're never going to be able to beat them. They they you know they make the machines." And there's always an evolution in in technology. The reason why we hear so much about Google is not due to their search engine. It's due to the fact that they've expanded into office productivity software, email hosting. Uh, you know, I use one of their phones. I'm a big fan of the Pixel series. Um, photo processing. All of these things have nothing to do with their search engine. The fact that they've integrated those products better, uh, you know, is is not their fault. So they are the most popular. But you know the the number two is Microsoft Microsoft Bing and they're owned by Microsoft. You know the, the Microsoft controls the actual computer operating system for ninety yeah. percent of the market. So I, I don't believe that they're a monopoly. I do believe they make a very hard to beat product. Yeah. So there's a there's the, I, I guess what the the AG mm-hmm. the Texas AG said was that uh, the, the when you buy 
and you you also when, so if I'm an advertiser, I'm buying clicks or whatever pay sure. per click. Then of course, you can do the search engine optimization mm-hmm. thing too. Uh, but it was something to the effect of the way that um, they control both sides of the transaction. Correct. Correct. So, so uh, what they're referring to is is more, you know, imagine if, uh, you know, hey, maybe someday there's ten thousand, uh, you know, people that you interface with for the computer QB can show as a or consumer QB show as a contributor. Um, well, now you're picking who you want to put on the show, uh, and you're promoting things and taking revenue from that based on how much money they give you. So mm-hmm. the people that we would be seeing might not necessarily be the people with the best content. They would be right. the people who paid you the most. Right. If, if if that model A didn't work, B Google wouldn't exist. Number mm-hmm. one, um, but also you have to understand that when you're using Google, it, it's really more of a I don't know if it's a disclaimer, just education that's needed. Just because it's on the front page doesn't mean it's your best result. Mm-hmm. So you know when 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 you're Googling something or you're looking for something in particular, just know you might have to go to that second or third page to really get more honest results. Mm-hmm. Um, there are web browsers out there that don't, or I'm uh, sorry, uh, uh, search engines out there that don't have a monetary relationship like DuckDuckGo or yeah. some of the others that are out there, and you're welcome to use them. I have tried alternate search engines, and and really, uh, I think this is an issue for older people more than it is for younger people. You know, especially as you you know, approach that going into business age, they have an eye for what's fake and what's genuine content. We've talked about, you know, some content creation there. Right. Search engines are content. There's no no difference from that. You know, I know when they're big, bold, purple links that are already clicked. Yes, Google wants me to go here. You right. know, these are these are the advertisers. Um, and again, you know, th- there is nothing that stops somebody tomorrow from putting out a search engine that is totally free and has none of those things built into it. Google cannot and does not stop that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, there's Microsoft Bing. There's a million other alternatives out there. 90 plus percent of the searches, true, you know, true. But I, 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 I think the challenge to too, the best. I think the challenge is also that they are censoring and changing certain things. Like if you search Biden's laptop, for yes. example, things like that. I think that's where the, the Texas AG is coming from. So. So, yeah. So he, he if anything, that they're going to need to probably put up some sort of disclaimer about those practices. Right. If you read them, they're, they're in their terms of service, all this stuff. But I will just tell you. There was a time when the government actually said that Microsoft had a monopoly on the Internet, so it wasn't allowed to ship Internet Explorer, the browser, with their product. Okay. And made them separate. So they have no idea what they're talking about with stuff after Hey, good stuff, man. <laughs> Always a great conversation. It's like we need the overtime. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. We need, we need some absolutely. overtime here. Nate Ginter, Chief Technology Officer, VineIT.com, VineIT.com. And, hey, another great show. Please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rimes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.